0: Hi guys, it's Candace K, and um, it's the day before I head back to New York. I spent a lot of time here reflecting and actually was at a memorial service all day today. I recorded a pod for you for the last 30 minutes and then I realized in my heart, truly and deeply, that it just, it wasn't good enough and it wasn't making any sense to me. So I actually hit delete and re-record, which I have not done before. oh yeah a plus superstar over here no for real it it just like wasn't juicy enough and by juicy i just mean it wasn't on the right track for what I wanted to talk to you guys today on episode 25. Oh my gosh, what a weekend. Um, Welcome to the Wabi Sabi Pod episode 25. We've been killing it for about 27 weeks total, including a couple of bonus episodes and weekends that I was out working. Um, And I'm flying out, like I said, to New York again. And I can't wait to share with you what I've learned over the past few months of being away, traveling all over the globe, seeing different people in different places, going from the top to the bottom of Japan to Taiwan to Melbourne to Sydney, all the way back to LA, working up in Malibu through San Diego and then back to New York and next to San Francisco. So I learned quite a bit on this journey. I spent a lot of time with my mom and dad at the memorial service today, which was childhood friends um, and family. Some people, when I go to see, um, this family friend group in particular, I, I must look like a little kid to them because <laughs> that's how I remember Aunt Charlie and Aunt Charlene and all the cousins and my dear Lauren and Jenny, who are like sisters to me. Um, I, this is my sister's best friend from preschool and her mom and my mom are besties from when they were in preschool. And then Lauren is my bestie from when uh, she was born. I was like, thank God. Cause now I have a little sister to play with. So long story, but yeah, my sister and her best friend from preschool are still really close and it feels so good to go to these things and just feel loved. Um, a lot of times I've had a heavy heart recently because I feel like I'm being judged a lot and I don't like the feeling. Um, This is a really tough career to be in. I don't often share about a lot of stuff that I'm going through because it's very Japanese to hold in both the good and the bad. Um, It's not in Japanese culture to brag or to tell everybody all of your business. I found it contemplatingly hard and difficult to have to share a lot of my life as a public figure. And maybe some of you guys are like that, too. Like, I actually don't really think that you have to share everything that you're doing all the time. And I find it quite annoying that we have a culture now that's based off of likes, loves, hearts, thumbs up. It's like, who gives a fucking fuck about what everybody's doing all the time? Go suck a dick and find something great to do with your life. Like, go get lost in the middle of the desert. Go for a fucking hike in the mountains and contemplate within the trees. Smell the oxygen that's being given off by the beautiful, glorious shinrin yoku practices. Go smell the incredible scent of nature within the sap, the trees, the eucalyptus leaves. Fall is a wonderful time to get the fuck out there and get lost. I don't know why we have to be trapped on here all the time. It was so nice to be at the funeral and the memorial for five hours without my phone. <clears throat> it was like my thumbs got a break. My brain got a break. My eyes got a break. I don't want to be on there all the time. And I fucking love you guys for writing to me on there. And I think it's a great way for us to communicate close. Heart to heart, but I also really would even more so appreciate it if you guys went out and did something that you fucking loved and then told me about how great it was. I just like you guys sharing with me like the minestrone soups, the miso soups, the kabocha soups, my yakisoba noodles, my soba noodles, my udon and ramen and all the recipes that you share with me. My mom was saying this the other day. She said. Wow, that's really something that they share the recipes with you. It's kind of like you are able to give them an activity or something to do to nourish and to take great care. And this is kind of like so great. And I was like, yeah, it is really cool. I never thought about it that way because quite frank, it's very normal for me to share with you guys the love and the fucking trust I have for my recipes devoutly for the rest of my life I will fucking rip my heart out for you through food devotionally speaking I don't know how these philosophical tomes are working through me but someone up in the clouds it's probably some monks a couple of buddhas god a couple of goddesses (laughs) they're all working through me. I have no idea where these philosophical tomes through my mouth come to you every week on the Wabi Sabi pod. I don't know where they come from, but I know that apparently this is my job and I'm supposed to just take it. Welcome to the Wabi Sabi pod. So today I want to talk a little bit about a cool book that I've been reading, and it's a really great outlook for us to take on life. There's, um, an Alderian practice, which is um, a philosopher who has been studying Alderian psychology, came out with this uh, concept that a lot of people follow. The authors of the book Ichiro Kishimi and Fumitake Koga created this book called The Courage to be Disliked. I wanted to talk about this book because it's a really interesting title, and a lot of you asked me if I recommend the book. I want to talk a little bit about bravery today and doing different things than from what everybody else is doing, living to make yourself feel really happy and really to just stop worrying so much about what other people think about you and to stop judging other people if you're on the other side of that. It really hurts to know that I'm constantly being judged by others just for being myself when it was already hard enough for me to go down this path I don't come from money. I come from parents that highly discouraged me from going into an entrepreneurial pursuit. I come from family a family of artists and blue-collared workers. Both are immigrants. I come from a family where they wanted me to be a big nerd and get degrees to become a doctor or a computer scientist, a lawyer. And I also come from a family where my mom said, you know, it'd be great if you just married a rich man. Yeah, mom. Totally on it. Oh, I'm not really, but I just tell her that. <laughs> I'm working in three startups right now. All three are based in LA New York, and this is a hit hitter position to be in, and not easy. I also come from a fucking place where I used to cook on the line and work as a hostess at restaurants, and then I was a waitress, like... I don't know. People love making up stories about other people, though, and talking shit. So I don't I'm just putting this out there. If someone's doing that to you, like, don't worry, don't sweat it. It actually is zero reflection about you and says everything about the person that's judging you. And no matter what you do, I don't give a fuck where you are in life. People will always pass judgment on you and you're just going to have to be a superstar, You're going to have to smile on the inside and on the outside, and you're going to have to keep your head held real high. You're going to have to surround yourself with awesome people and remember your mother with grace in the back of your head, always watching over you. You're going to have to take the high road. You're going to have to work harder than everyone else. And at the end of the day, I want you to look back and feel really, really good about where you are because you've come a long way. Thanks for listening to 25 episodes of Wabi Sabi. We've made it, well, I'd say, a quarter of a the way there to 100. Um, we'll celebrate when we get there. And again, this really happy accident called Wabi Sabi Podcast was created because I wanted to explain my book, Kintsugi Wellness, through a different lens. And I suppose that storytelling was the way that I could do it. So, yes, we are going to talk about today the courage to be disliked, how bravery can set you on a whole new path, and how we can better stop worrying about being liked. You know, the friends who really love you deep down inside, they're always going to love you no matter what. And I know who those friends are. And I love them. I saw many of them today. I saw a few of them last week. I talk to almost all the other girls all the time. And I stick to the ones that just make me feel really good inside. It shouldn't matter how much time is spent apart or how long it's been since we've talked. If I reach out to you and say hi... You don't know what's going on in my life. I don't need to hear an earful of all these horrible things. I just want to hear how you are in the best possible light. And I want to lead with love as much as possible. I think the older that we get, the more we can say it's okay to be disliked by others. I accept it. I see your point of view. I fucking see you. We see each other. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know, but I am a fucking closet Real Housewives fan A huge. NeNe Leakes is my spirit animal. Um, Fun fact. So we once saw her on the Doctor Oz set. We asked her, can you say, on a video with us, bye wig. She laughed, but was trying not to. And she goes, girl, I cannot say that. (laughs) It was awesome okay so the courage to be disliked mainly the adler um theories in this book or alderian excuse me adler adlerian pardon wabi-sabi um however the fuck you say it the bottom line that i really took from this book so far was about living your own life for you and how people can change and you can Look to the future for the rest of your life and stop looking back all the time. Try not to make assumptions about what you can't handle and try to separate tasks, knowing that it's never your job to actually worry what other people think about you. All you can do in regard to your own life, as it says, is choose the best path that you believe in choose the best path that you believe in and just stop caring so much about what other people think there is a concept in my book that I wrote on called shikata ganai it is the Japanese practice of not caring so much when I was a little girl I used to really always want to be loved I wanted to be friends with everyone in high school I always wanted to be liked everybody wanted to be popular and cute and fun And the concepts within Kintsugi Wellness that have really helped to shape a lot of our lives are the one that you learned about, which I know you guys love, is wabi-sabi, which means everything is perfectly imperfect. Kintsugi, the art of golden repair. Things are more beautiful when they're put back together. And they're sealed and healed with golden repair. And then today we're going to talk a lot about shikata ganai. Because it really runs parallel to the courage of being disliked. Which is a really gnarly concept to think about. But I'm happy that we're talking about this today because it's number one, not a popular topic that other people are going to talk about. And number two, it's not actually easy for me to talk about it either predominantly because I was teased as a kid. I've been judged my entire fucking career, mostly based off of the way that I look. And I was told that I would fail horribly when I was on the first season of Top Chef by a boy named Steven. And I had no idea why he was threatened by me. I was 22 on the show, still in culinary school, didn't know where I was going in my life. And it was the very beginning of my career where I had to understand that no matter what I did... No matter what I said, no matter what I cooked, no matter what I wore, no matter how I presented myself, no matter how kind and real and generous I actually was, full of gratitude every day, all day, and still am, people would judge me, number one, no matter what. Number two, people were going to make assumptions about my life based on social media posts, which they should never do. And number three, people are going to hate there, no matter what you do, it's hard. But you know what? I'm grateful for everyone who's ever taken a jab at me or who's taught me a lesson. And might I add, you guys, be grateful. My hand is on my heart. Be fucking grateful that you are not like those people. Be so grateful that you weren't Steven on Top Chef. I am so fucking glad that I was 22-year-old Candace. With the stupid bandana I used to wear and my chubby cheeks and I was in culinary school probably eating twenty pounds of sugar a day in baking class. I'm so glad that I was innocent Candace, who was just doing her own thing in the kitchen, had no idea what held what the future held for me, and no fucking clue. And I would never talk down to another person like that. I was appalled And of course I was a bitch in high school or I was mean here or there or whatever. I'm not perfect and I've never said that I was, but I would never speak down to somebody on national TV that way. I was appalled when I watched those words come out of his mouth where he said I would fail horribly at 22 in culinary school. Okay. On top chef. Okay. (laughs) What a fool. And I'm not here to talk bad about anybody, but if anybody ever taught me a great lesson in my life, it was that you should never, ever speak poorly about others on national TV or on a media platform. Hold your head up high, walk out the door with grace, keep all your opinions to yourself. And even if things are going great or not great in your life, you don't have to tell anybody about it. Make sure that your friends are so good to you that they'll never make assumptions about your life. I'm so over people assuming that my life is fucking great all the time. It's not, guys. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I, I mean, I already write books now on self-help. So, <laughs> anyways. I want to find the chapter on Shikata nai for you guys in my book, which I can't even find. I wish we could do a live podcast because in a way I would be like... Yo, guys, can somebody find the She Got the Ganai section? So we're going to use the good old index. All right, here goes. I hope you guys are also having a good weekend. I'm going to answer some of your questions at the end of this pod. So real time, which as you guys know, I do in real life the pod all the time, it's page two thirty in Kintsugi Wellness. I'm gonna read first the definition to you and get into some storytelling so we can apply Shikataganai to your everyday lives. Especially if you're going through something really tough right now and you're struggling, I am as well. Shikataganai, it cannot be helped. Shikataganai is also known as Shoganai. It's derived from the formal saying, "Don't keep complaining. Move on." from it. One of the main reasons why Okinawan women from my friend Hiromi-san as she shared with me why do they live so long I was wondering and I asked her and she said a little concept that's known as Nai, which means it cannot be helped. And while I was in Okinawa Hiromi-san explained to me that Japanese women just don't care so much. They don't care about the small things because they have too many things that they have to do. At its essence, shikataganai or shogunai really just means letting go. It means accepting what you can't change or doing your best to let it roll off of your back. It encourages you to take a step back from the drama, get out of your life and remind yourself sometimes. This won't really matter in five years, five months, or in some cases five weeks I'm not going to give it more than five minutes, and then let's just wash your hands a bit. The trees in autumn are a good example of shikataganai In nature, the seasons are changing, and it cannot be helped. The leaves fall. The trees show us an example of letting go. Taking a page from Okinawan women when you encounter something that cannot be changed, like a disagreement with a stubborn person or even an inclement weather, don't dwell on it. Shogunai, let it go. Cannot be helped. What you can change is the power of the direction of your whole life just by changing your mindset. Take a deep breath. Let's do it together, guys one more ease up and let it go when you have an argument or falling out with a friend no matter how hard you try sometimes you just can't see eye to eye it can be a relief to sometimes just let it go And you know what, guys, in doing that, it's better and healthier sometimes. And if you're meant to be friends and true friends, you can take a little break. You can give yourself time. And if you're meant to be friends, then they will come back around. Some things just can't be helped. It might just be the form of a job that you didn't get or a date that didn't go so well or a canceled flight. You aren't going to be able to change some certain circumstances and you're you're not going to be able to change the way that some people feel. And when you find yourself confronted with a situation that can't be helped, it can be really 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 tempting to torture yourself. Trust me, guys, I'm so good at that. Wondering what went wrong, blaming yourself, trying to fix it, and it's probably you just talking to yourself all day about it cuz that's what I do or my therapist and you're trying to fix something or make something work. And dwelling and ruminating on the past prevents the healing and it dims your light. This is the kind of self-torture and dishonorable and disrespectful thing to do to yourself. More often than not, when something can't be helped, it is a sign that it's just truly not meant to be. And it doesn't matter. the Ganae. If you're currently in that place, it might be time to do the harder thing by walking away. When you let go of something that's not meant for you, you'll find belief and you'll feel peace. You may not find it instantaneously, and sometimes you do see the value of by stepping or just by stepping away. Sometimes it takes longer to gain the perspective that you need. But when you're in the middle of a tough situation, it can feel like you're in the middle of the forest and all you can see is those trees. or like you're in the middle of the city and all you see is buildings. But by walking away, you're taking yourself out of the situation and putting yourself into a new setting. And before you know it, you'll have a new vantage point and you'll be able to see the entire landscape. She got the ganai let it go. And again, that's from my book, Kintsugi Wellness, the chapter uh, on Shikata Ganai, page 230. There are too many of us that internally struggle with being liked all the time or loved, having a lot of comments on your post or feeling the need to fit in with everyone and be loved by all When in fact, all I'm really doing is paving a path of least resistance. And by doing so, I have to actually pave a path full of resistance. And so in this lifetime, as I choose to take steps forward in my career, pioneering the path for many of us women without actually even realizing that I'm doing so, but rather just living, I take a hit. All the time, and I'm okay with it because I'm strong, but it doesn't mean that my life is perfect, wabi sabi, and it also does not mean that it is easy, and it is one of those things where you should assume that I'm having a great time all the time. Uh uh-uh. uh, I struggle with finances. I don't have any of my mail from Williamsburg. Apparently the USPS people got my change of address all wrong. The cable box didn't get returned and I got to go return uh, a rental car with extra paperwork before a flight tomorrow and figure out where I'm going to live next while opening three startups and also figuring out two huge deadlines, one for a magazine and one for a new tv show and also write out two new formats for two new tv shows anyways the list is long there are more hurtful things that have gone on in my heart in the last two years with friends or quote-unquote friends than I've ever dealt with in my entire life and I've gotten through it before I'll get through it again but it was not easy and it took a lot of self-work and instead of burying the hatchet on things, I just decided to work on myself and live with the notion that self-work is the one sure thing that we can do. And so the courage to be disliked often talks about tasks and how you figure out what your tasks are, and that's to live the life that you choose to live without judgment of other people's lives, and you don't worry about what that their tasks are either. If you're really struggling, guys, to figure out what's next in your life or maybe you're just trying to shake off some really nasty people I encourage you to read the book The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz and when you finally come to the realization deep in your heart that you cannot change things everything is based on the individual passing the judgment or making the choice nothing absolutely nothing is personal Nothing. Nothing. Nothing that I even post on social is personal. It's it's all work. I can't really get into the laundry list of things that aren't bright or great or fabulous with my life, but I'm grateful for what I do have, and it's not perfect. I'm not going to tell you all the fucking shitty things that happen to me every day. They're bad, and sometimes they're great, But either way, I'm Japanese. I don't really want to talk about it all the time. And so I'm giving myself this grace to explain this to you because there are probably millions of you out there that feel the same way that I do, especially if you're raised by immigrant parents. Why do we fucking feel the need that we have to talk about everything all the time and be great and liked and positive and perfect and smiling and fabulous? It's not that way. Wabi sabi. Sometimes it's better to just let things go, stop worrying about it, and understand that you will not always be liked. The courage to be disliked might have a lot also to do with the acceptance of who you really are and trying not to give such a fuck about what everybody else thinks about you. My books will sell whether you like me or not. So will... All the TV shows and brands, they're going to keep calling. And I hope if you listen to this pod that you enjoy the work that I do. Not really out here trying to make money or to be famous. I'm here because there is a philosophical and deep-rooted calling between cultural bridges that I have to build. I don't know where this came from, but being a messenger is not an easy job. Try to look deep within yourself to do some self-deep-rooted work this week. I want you to take time for you. Here are a few things that you can do to start working on yourself. Number one, you can go within nature and bathe, forest bathe, go for a hike this weekend, beach walk, a lake walk. Go walk in between the trees and contemplate on the changing weather, the melancholy, the crisp air. Find something that makes you feel good, whether it's watercolor painting, or maybe it's just coloring with, you know, your coloring book, which apparently is popular now. (laughs) Maybe it's just like calling an old friend. It's simple, dial her up and see how she's doing. Don't forget to tell mom you love her and dad too. Explain to your father about something that they taught you that you really enjoy. You could also call a sibling to let them know that you're thinking about them. And you can also pray for other people in peace, in the peace and quiet of your own home. You can smile a little bit more at strangers when you're out on the street. You can also give somebody a warm embrace and hug that you haven't seen in a while. Just tell them that you think that they're doing really awesome things. Support your friends buy their books, buy their work, go see their classes, go take their classes, go tell them that you're doing, you know, everything that you can, and you're going to give them your full attention and take them to a dinner one day, catch up with them, see how they're doing. A lot of us chose a different path, especially those of you who listen to my podcasts every day, or maybe you are every day, every week. (laughs) I don't know if I can do the daily, but maybe one day. I, I wanted to really commend those of you who listen to this podcast every week because you're brave and you're courageous, or maybe you're just trying to get unstuck to become more brave and courageous. I commend you. I commend you. I commend you. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Go write a love note to somebody on a napkin. Give somebody your fucking phone number and walk out the door. Go tell somebody that they've got beautiful eyes and a big bright smile. There's enough shit going on in this world and I will not become a part of that. No matter how many people hate on me, tell me shitty things, they don't know what's really going on with my life. You have to remember, guys. You do not know what other people are going through every day. You have no idea because they might be like you and me where we don't really want to share everything. Don't pass judgment on anybody. Don't tell other people what they should be doing with their lives. Simply let them go and let them do what they want to do that's best for them in this one life. If you if you can be of good use to other people too... Use the equipment that God gave you. Use the equipment the universe gave you and blessed you with. Each of you has special talents, and I want you to find them and go out and be courageous and be brave this week. I want you to have more courage to be disliked and not really care about what other people think. If you don't like your boss, then quit your job. If you don't like your job, then quit your job. And if you don't like where you are in life, then I want you to do something to change that. I'm right there with you guys. I'm heading back to New York to do some awesome work. We have a startup launching. I'm happy to announce the matcha shop. T H E M A T C H A. S H O P P E dot com. I'm gonna be selling all of our popular matcha cookies and products for the holiday that are all correlated to matcha or the Wabi Sabi podcast. Everything that you purchase at shop.com will go right back to women in commerce, women in small business, and it will go back to female employees in the USA. And what we do is we help to create a hub where we can start funding each other and self-funding each other so that we're no longer reliant on big business or investors to keep us going. Um, I also really want to answer some of your questions because I feel like I owe it to you to give you my very best. And you guys ask such juicy and nice questions too. Okay. Wow. These are all good ones too. Hey, Brianne Hoagland asks, how do you stay strong making decisions right for you? Uh, When those around you, parents especially. um, So sorry. This was a long one. I have to actually open it. Oh, I don't think she... Finish. Okay, how do you stay strong making decisions right for you when those around you, parents especially, at? Maybe this wasn't finished. Okay, um, I try to stick to a decision after I make it and say to myself, um, if this is the best that I can do right now, then it's good enough. Gambatte. always do your best. Think the decision through before you make it. And if it's, if you're referring Brianne to like my parents, like maybe passing judgment on my, my choices or whatever, I mean, they did my whole life. I always learned the hard way. I was a bad kid. It was a party girl. I went to culinary school after college. Who the fuck does that? It was not popular when I went either. There was no such thing as Instagram or Twitter or anything. And I, and I just was like, I'm just going to do this because this is me, Do you, and don't do anything for them. It's not their life. You don't need to make decisions based on what your parents want for you. It's a different fucking time. My God, I mean, we got to live in the times, guys. That's more important than pleasing your parents, is knowing that you've got 30 extra years or so, as life longevity would say, to live a fabulous life. And you should live it for you. I don't want you to look back and be disappointed in decisions you made because they were based off of choices somebody else wanted for your life. That's not going to make you happy. Oh, my Lord. Lots of questions today. Okay. Oh, the Imperfect Parts asks, how do you deal with someone you resent on a daily basis? I try to practice grace, but it's becoming difficult. Oh, I realize, so you guys don't really have a lot of space to write on your responses. Sorry. (laughs) That's why a lot of these are like, I can't understand what this says. They're too abbreviated. Okay, so if you resent somebody on a daily basis, you probably should not be associated with them. Um, The imperfect parts, if this person is like at work or somebody you have to be around, then I really need you to start looking at life maybe through their lens Um, being more graceful and mindful of like the way that they're living their life and don't make any assumptions about them. Like give them your best grace and take the high road. My friend Dana always tells me to play their game, but she says it like this, play their game, friend, play their game. Like be extra nice to everyone and just take the high road, play dumb and then just move on. And it's true, Dana's, Dana's so right in so many ways. You've got to be the bigger person and the angel and the saint of the group. If you want to move forward, sometimes it's just better to save the, the day and be the bigger person and take the beating or the hit and then just fucking move on from it. <laughs> What's your ultimate goal in life? Missy USA asks. Girl... I have no fucking idea how to answer that question. I think you have to ask me in like 10 years. Oh my God. The ultimate goal in life is just to feel good and awesome and help people. <laughs> and have fun with my family and friends. And maybe one day have a really awesome family unit. And just like laugh all day. That would be amazing. I would like to be weird, and funny, and fun all day. Um Brianna, let's see we answered Brianna how do you woodhall wellness wrote how do you let go of anger when someone has intentionally and deeply hurt you and is not remorseful? Well Woodhall wellness you actually have to give this person forgiveness um i I think that I was so mad if you guys could tell in my first run of podcasts and my first few rounds of my book manuscript I was so mad at my ex-boyfriend I feel like I've done a lot of self-work and I've gone to see a therapist for the last couple of years and I actually don't really care about him at all and he doesn't bother me anymore because um, I understand like where he was coming from now after like I went through my own self-work and although what I don't I don't believe what he did was right, and I would never try to intentionally do something like that to a person, but I worked on myself to get through that time and to become a better person and say, like, in my heart, just to myself, like, I forgive you, and I'm going to allow myself this time to be really grateful that it didn't work out, Um, so maybe you can take some time to be grateful that the person's not really close to you anymore for many Reasons, or maybe be grateful that they're not close to you in your life, they're not a part of your life. There are so many gifts that you can open, and sometimes you don't even know how to open them because they're right in front of you. Um, it took me a long time, and you know what? Everybody's different, Woodhall Wellness. So, in your own time, give yourself the grace and the honor to let go of that resentment and anger that you have towards them please therapy helps nature helps hiking helps traveling helps surround yourself with really good people that are like you so ray Kristen asked what made you become vegan okay this is a good question too because the funny thing is is i'm actually not vegan i'm japanese <laughs> i love sushi and like my mom and i have these great combos about food and today i said hey mom did you know my friend jenny let me know that san francisco officially has more michelin stars than new york which is unfucking believable thank god i'm going to both places in the next week but What's so cool is that my mom and I talk often about really good food. And growing up half Japanese, half Polish American, there was no shortage of good food. And it wasn't because we went out to eat. It was because my mother cooked every single day, except for Fridays. She went to work. We had kid cuisine. Here we go. I know you guys remember kid cuisine. Um <laughs> I thought it was fucking awesome and so did my sister and don't lie you guys did too. Um my sister and I also played poor and I still don't know if that's normal or not but we really enjoyed playing shack poor little ship boat all that stuff anyways. Um I'm not vegan. I love sushi girl. Hey, yeah, you, you can't play with a Japanese girl. I mean, sushi all the way. But I will say I I go off the grid and I I try not to have a lot of sugar or a lot of alcohol or a lot of meat. I don't have any red meat. Um, haven't had it in a while. If somebody wants to take me on a hot date to like Shake Shack or Mineta Tavern, of course I'm going to have a burger. If I'm on Iron Chef America judging or beat Bobby Flay, of course I'm going to eat what they serve me. But I am not a meat lover, I'll tell you that. I think that we all thrive, we all grow, and we all learn in different ways. I respect the way everybody wants to eat as long as you're not harming any animals, which is particularly why I don't eat a lot of meat because I don't really like the way animals are treated in this country when it comes to food production. Totally different podcast. Can't get into it. But veggies and fruits... um, nutritionally speaking you're going to get the most bang for your buck so that's why i eat all fruits and veggies all day long and i really like eating whole foods and when you guys buy my vegan matcha cookies on the matcha shop.com yo you are going to become a fucking fabulous person did you know that's how we're going to market the cookie when you eat it you're going to become fab okay clearly this is why i'm single better only answer a few more of these Ah, okay oh my god my friend janelle just wrote me a really funny message how do you balance friends family work and social and love life and then she put the emojis with like the sweat mark sick half blue half yellow face hilarious oh janelle just wrote arrived in la staying at mr c here we go love you janelle oh my god i'm gonna just miss you I can't believe it. Muddy mind, body, soul. How do you balance friends, family, work, social, love life? Girl, you just do the damn thing. Pretend like you're fabulous. Truly, you just live life. Do what makes you feel good. Gravitate towards the friends you love. I'm making time to see a few of them in New York, a few of them in San Fran. And honestly, I chose to live this life because it's free and I can do whatever the fuck I want whenever I want. And you know, when I meet the right people and that would be, you know, the husband and the kids in the house, I'm just going to make everything work. And guess what? It will not be perfect. My life now is not perfect. I don't know how I judge it all. I, here's what I do. I get up at six every morning. I have my matcha. I meditate and then I go to work. And I don't leave my desk until I take a break to work out and I don't skip deadlines and I don't skip meetings and I take a lot of conference calls with my team and with everybody that I care about that is a client every single day. I take integrity and pride in the work that I do and absolutely nothing will have my name on it unless it is the gold standard. Okay, okay. Last question. Oh my God. I love this question. Authentically Leslie asked, I love your pod. What are your favorite ways to find great travel deals? Dude, you're fucking awesome. This is such a good question. So when I'm traveling, I predominantly try to look for the best deal on a flight that's an overnight. So I can like go to the airport, enjoy the lounges. I can go and rest before a flight. The best way to get the best deals is to stick to the same airline consistently all the time. So I fly Delta all the time. So I have a platinum medallion status with them, which means you get upgrades. You don't get charged for bags. You get to fly on, you know, main cabin select, or you get free movies. Um, they send you these little name badges my mom's like, what are these cards for platinum medallion, Okay. And you also, you know, every now and then get that surprise of getting an upgrade to first or business class. And when you have a lay flat seat, it's really nice. But um, another way that I like to save is I check out Um, my friend Matt works with Hotel Tonight and it's actually a really good app when you're out traveling and you need to get a room that night or even that week. Um, South by Southwest, this one trip, there's an Airbnb that wasn't how it was advertised. And so I had to get a last minute hotel and Hotel Tonight saved me because it gave me the opening to a hotel that I've no idea how we got a room that night during the middle of South by, but it happened. And then, last but not least, I always say when you travel, you can indulge a little bit more on sweets and going out to eat. So, save your money before your trips, plan a budget, take 10 to 20% of every check you make, put it away for a rainy day. <clears throat> that way, when you travel, You'll be able to save for those sweets and those nights out and those drinks and cocktails and you'll be able to be a little bad. Um, I have a full page spread in Airbnb mag this month and I'm so proud of them, working with them and my piece on how it's okay to be a little bad. (laughs) Also, one of the last ways that I save when I travel is I have a SkyMiles credit card um, with Delta. So a lot of my spending, the dollars go towards Mileage, And then I use those miles to fly. I am not rich by any means, you guys. As an entrepreneur, as a female entrepreneur that's going through the early stages of three startups um, from LA to New York and now Tokyo, this is a really tough time. And saving money to travel and to be able to do business in these three places has been grueling. It means doing more paperwork than I've ever done before. More bank accounts, more credit cards, more loans, visas come into play, passports, travel, hiring, line producing, producing and directing, writing and editing, overhauling three new websites and getting plenty of content out there while writing for places like Vogue or Cosmo or Self or Shape or also, you know, killing it out there on the front lines in media and TV having a shoot this week with Wellingood and Reebok with my friend Lo Bosworth. And after that, I have to just take meetings galore and head straight back over to San Francisco. And, you know, in the interim, I don't have an apartment where I'm trying to figure out where to go next. And I also, like, don't know what to do about the guy thing because I really quite enjoy the company of, like, many friends. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, may the best man win. Maybe it's a woman. I don't know. (laughs) i love you guys have a great amazing week don't forget the courage to be disliked is okay you don't have to have people love you all the time you don't have to share everything that you're doing why not work hard behind the scenes put your head down and let everything when it comes out to fruition speak for itself bravery is such a beautiful thing change something today that scares you and take some better steps to stop worrying so much about what other people think about you. Don't pass judgment on others if you can help it. Try to see where they're coming from. Send them love and light in many ways possible. And if you have this philosophical bug inside of you that just keeps coming around like I did, then find an outlet to express that. Live a life that you've imagined. Stop living the life that other people tell you that you should be living or one that you assume or that you think you should be living? Only you know the answer to that question, my friend. I love you. Have a good week. Check out thematchashop.com. I'll see you on Insta. Thank you for your questions and your comments, you guys. Thank you for your five-star ratings on my book and on the podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Can't be more thankful for you This is a really good month. We'll be giving away a Vitamix soon on my Instagram to say thanks for being so fucking awesome. Love you. And today my mom said, you know, you don't have to use that word around us. Use it around your friends. So here goes, guys. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Bye. (laughs) Sorry, mom.